0: Welcome to the Batman-tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman, the Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. As always, seated across the table from me, give me the bat, give me the bat, 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 <laughs> It's Mike Staub.
1: And across the table from me, our favorite will be it's jordan hugh am i your favorite woobie yeah i think so it's so cute you want to be our you want to be the, you wanna i love be, that little woobie Yeah, woobie's great woobie's only got great. one eye
0: they should sell woobie yeah they would make a fortune from just guys like us yeah dorks through, who watch uh, animated batman. series obsessed
1: yeah you just watch batman the animated series
0: but wait what's this uh a wild amanda has entered the chat
2: hello friends
0: back again back again we have our Our kind of go-to number three at this point.
1: I think so. This is your third
0: episode. Amanda Mac, who I just remembered, is also your wife.
1: Yeah, I know. We are married. That did happen.
2: What?
0: Yeah, I know. Surprised you, huh? But they're both also kind of married to me. (laughs) (laughs) So from your favorite throuple, here we are back with the Batman Tasticast.
1: Oh man, so we it's are... It's been a
0: bit since we actually recorded yeah, this show. So we have And it's to, mostly my fault.
1: It's it's not. It's both it is. of our fault. No, I'm I'm pretty our, bad. schedules are really, really bad for this time of year. We're recording this uh, right now in in December. Um, it's beginning
0: the most to look a lot like oh
2: wonderful nope. time, no mashup. Here Press, we go. <laughs> Let's try to sing both of <laughs> those at the same time. We got there. It's the most Wonderful time Of
0: the
2: year I have three Christmas trees in
1: this house Just letting you know I see one All of them are set up Two of them definitely have Batman on them In some way, shape, or form
0: I think he's a vital part of any Christmas
2: Oh, I think so One of the trees is Batman, actually Yep, Yep. he's actually It's moving moving. I've made observations
1: We will see when we talk about the end of this episode That, once again, Bruce Wayne is a master of disguise So he
0: might be a Christmas tree It's such a terrible disguise Disguise. Matches Malone. Matches Malone. Matches
1: Malone is almost as good as Gaff Morgan. Well,
0: no, Gaff Morgan's the best. Gaff That's Morgan's his number one, top disguise. tier. What was the other one? That's the S. The S tier as Gaff Morgan.
1: The no, it's, it's the 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 negative S. The negative oh, negative D, S was
0: when he was just the F. The, he was just a cop. Smith.
1: No. Way. Oh yeah.
0: He was just in the <laughs> Batman mask, but he had a cop hat on.
1: <laughs> Smith is a, Smith is just a little bit higher than that. Hey, okay. what's your name? Smith. <laughs>
2: the batman right. with a cop hat on is just like batman dressing up for halloween yeah, yeah. Right, That's it, basically I, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's it was so low effort it's That's what nice.
1: uh it's what uh, i'm not sure if he listens to the show but i will i will bring i will bring him up it's friend of the show roy leone often likes to say that sometimes you just got to combine two different halloween costumes <laughs> into one like frankenstein construction worker oh. or, or vampire teddy bear
0: that is better yeah I <laughs> um,
2: actually, I just, I just remembered. Side like construction worker. It's so
0: good. No, see, we love Gaff Morgan, but Batman's actual best costume was Killer Croc. Yes, almost got yes. him. Yes, because that was like fully yeah. convincing. It was a big rock. Though, in fairness, I don't think those guys knew Killer Croc yeah. that well. No,
1: they they knew he was stupid. Right?
0: They were like just trying him out. They're like, I don't know, invite Waylon, see see what he's up to. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I I don't think Killer Croc plays cards.
0: I maybe he does. Yeah, I don't know. He's I a circus know. person. Oh, he um, is a circus man. He was a circus man. They like come cards. Come look at the freaks. Cards are fun. Wow. That was a sideshow reference. <laughs> Whoa.
2: And it didn't come from me. I know.
0: We love musical theater here at the Batman-tastic ass. Batman needs a musical. But I'm shocked that there is. there must there's be one. There's got
2: to be one somewhere. There's a Spider-Man. There's there's a musical, a Lizard Man the musical also. <laughs> um there is it's bad boy bad boy what yeah there's bad boy the musical
0: these are all good,
2: <laughs> they are, they are good. what about oh, remember God. the amanda had on her old in iPod. a cave many miles to, to the, the south, south. lived uh, a boy born with fangs in his no okay uh,
0: he's batman
1: Amanda had, on her old iPod, she had a Spider-Man musical original cast recor- <sighs> recording that wasn't Turn Off the Dark. Oh, no. This was what?
2: pre-Turn Off the Dark. Was this
0: the Conan O'Brien <laughs> No.
2: Oh, I don't even remember where it... Um, <laughs> we still quote the, where is he? <laughs> like, there's just a random... <laughs> Spider-Man! Sub- yeah. <laughs> oh, if anyone can find that, it's if Michael. I can find that, Michael Caravel, I'm calling you out right now. Right. Please uh, find that musical. Yes. A lot of friends have the send show. it to me. Again.
1: Anyhow, we should talk about Batman.
2: That's, yep.
0: I guess we should. But but yes, uh, first, uh, f- official apologies to the listeners. I know we haven't been back in a bit. I'm actually, like, uh, just getting over a cold. So you can probably hear that a little bit. A little shortness of breath. I'm fully better, but just, like, the after effects. And then also just, we've been crazy busy. I personally have been crazy busy. So, sorry we haven't been in your feeds in a while. We're looking forward to being back. Though... As a warning, I do actually think these two episodes, Shadow of the Bat part 1 and part 2, will probably be the last episodes we record in 2023. I would say that's probably yeah. right on so money. So yeah. you're going to get these two and then there actually might be like a short break again, but yeah. we'll try to get right back to you in the new year. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But actually um, we're we're kind of ending the year on a high note. These are great episodes. These
1: are excellent episodes to end like the whole first kind of like the first season of everything. Yeah,
0: we're we're almost at the end of the real season one, but you can it, it is a nice like stopping yeah. point.
2: I don't wanna I don't want to um oversay this before we even start talking about it, but I was thinking about it um just now I watched through them again that I think this two-parter is my favorite that I've seen so far.
0: Your favorite of the two-parters.
2: My favorite of the episodes. Oh,
0: great! Yeah, these That's are awesome. I mean, um, these are these are among the best in the series. Yeah, it's sure. really
1: good. Um, you know, I think that the no, I think I, I, think,
2: I had to watch them again because I think so much happened that mm-hmm. by that end, it I was like, they okay, are, but what happened? So I they went really to the are. beginning yeah. and I just started. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So um, yeah, Shadow the Bat. Let's. You know what? We're we're kind of already there. Folks, just initial thoughts on let's stick to part one for now, because Mike will do part two for next week. But just initial thoughts, part one. Just anything off the top of your head, Mike. Anything off the tab top of your head, initial thoughts.
1: Um well, you know, it's like we've been this it's like there's been like a degree of delayed like um gratification with this. I feel like in we, terms of like
0: the Batgirl thing. Yeah,
1: because we first meet Barbara Gordon. Earlier in the series, um, what's the first episode we meet her in? We meet her in... Heart of Steel? Heart of Steel. Part one. Yeah. Heart of Steel, part one, and I guess part two, too, right? Sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Big time. Heart of Steel, and then we we have her. At, we see her in the episode... Um, uh, yes, when Gordon, the Gordon is shot, yes. Mm-hmm. So, we get a taste of Barbara Gordon early on as like, she's kind of a crime fighter, and she's... Kind of good at what she does. Yeah, funny
0: enough, more so in the first appearance, Heart yes. of Steel than in the second. Well, appearance. we also. Did, Though those were out of order, I yeah, think, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah.
1: So I am the Knight airs before Heart of Steel part one and Which
0: 2. makes more sense in mm-hmm. broadcast. so yeah.
1: Exactly. So when we meet Barbara Gordon in Heart of Steel and we we watch it, by the end of Heart of Steel part two, you're like, oh, okay, she can. Oh, I can see where Batgirl comes from. But it's like, we see her in three episodes before we get even, a, almost four episodes before we get actual Batgirl. Yeah. But it's really nice to get to a point where, hey, we have a Batgirl, we have the beginning of the establishment of what we would call the Bat family. Um, and I think this episode is, this part one is really good. And this is one of those times where I feel like part one and part two are about on equal footing in terms of quality. Yeah. Um, but I love how, I love the vibe of these episodes. Um. And I think background Steam is amazing um once again you know just incredible music on this show and um, I think Barbara Gordon continues to be a very compelling character because uh, she's not she's 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 kind of in in a sense she's more she's kind of the in-between in my opinion of personality type between Robin and and Batman
0: you said that so much nicer than I was thinking it because I always just think like oh she's better Robin well kind of (laughs) but like
1: Robin is kind of like chumpish and he's like kind of bratty and he's but but like not in a good way Barbara Gordon is also kind of bratty but like in a a good way in a good way I'm gonna get things done you don't tell me what to do and also I have I'm driven I have a goal because in the end she's her father's daughter she's Gordon's daughter and right. she's going to be a lot like her dad.
0: Yeah. Amanda, any initial thoughts? Any random initial thought?
2: Um, I, I just honestly, the first time through, I was like that, actively scribbling notes in what looks like a Charlie Day mind map in front of me right now. <laughs> so if you see me scribbling on it now, it's me just trying to highlight different parts to uh, differentiate them from the other scribbles. So the first watch through, I was just really taking like notes of images or things that stuck out to me, which afterwards I realized like distracted me from the storyline. So I went back and watched it again. So two Mm -hmm. separate things I really loved is that there were a lot of great moments in these episodes that I was like, oh, that's hilarious. That side character is not messing around. That it was just (laughs) things stuck out. And then the second watch through, I would watch if they elongated this, and they may have because I, again, am new to this kind of material, but I know the characters. Knowing the characters and knowing this story, I would watch this elongated into a like a, a bigger movie. like I loved yeah. I loved the introduction of the character. I agree with Mike, where I, I would say Barbara is between Batman and Robin, and I didn't really think that until you you said that because she is very much going out on her own. You know, she's only dressed as Batman because it's situational at the time. I don't know if, like I, I could see her being her own thing entirely but because of what was needed in the moment she was like no i gotta go out and be this in this suit and then it stuck
0: right okay you know
2: so she wasn't really i think going out to be part of a team works well in a team but very much has her own goals Mm -hmm. and all of the characters did yeah like this was a a storyline that like okay i'm invested in what batman is doing i'm invested in what robin is doing and i get to know robin a little bit better as a separate character um, well, you know,
0: that's an interesting point you raise because getting to know Robin in like almost how well no, but <laughs> I know really I know. insofar as how Batgirl sees him is a little bit better. Yeah, because by the time and you know we'll talk more about this in part two, but by the time we get to those two together, there is something nice between Batgirl yeah, and Robin yeah, that yeah. actually yeah. makes Robin more interesting. Yeah, I think, uh, and this is jumping off what Amanda just said, Batgirl is also nice not just individually but in the team aspect. She makes Batman better and she makes Robin better. Yeah. I like the three of them together. I wish there was more episodes with all three of them. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, exactly. Like after seeing that I'm like this I would watch I would watch this show. Right. Just this. This is cool.
0: Yeah. And this dynamic was a little bit about what the movie Batman and Robin was trying to capitalize on and including her. This was the magic they were trying to get. Now they really fucked up because that movie sucks balls. Alicia <laughs> right. Silverstone is Batgirl, though. Do you know what? She's I like not bad. No, no, no. It's I think just she's
1: that great, movie she, is bad. Yeah, I mean, at that point in time, we're talking about what 1997. That's like yes. two years after Clueless. That's like Alicia Silverstone yeah. time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I always thought she was great, and beautiful sure but like i was like she wasn't a bad Batgirl. girl like i i like her as much as i like you know like a george clooney as an actor yeah, but, but like that's just movie's it. just bad the three actors that are doing those leads can't do anything with them no you yeah. know the only one who's appropriate in that film is fucking schwarzenegger yeah he knows what film he's in yeah
1: freezing <laughs> Hill <laughs> yeah there you ah, go. cool party i'm gonna say this <laughs> and it's because i have to because it's an episode of this podcast and it's my job as um you'll see where i'm going with this so I like Batgirl's personality a lot, okay? Because she reminds me of Spider-Man. She oh, okay. is very much in the Spider-Man view
0: well, because she's smart, she's, she's quippy,
1: smart, she's, she's swinging quippy, from things, and she's she acrobatic, and she screws up. Robin, oh no, sorry. And <laughs> she <laughs> screws later. up, and she screws up. But like, kind of turns it to a funny or a positive,
0: right? She has that thing. I think it's part two. I got to work on those yeah. landings. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, you got
1: to work on those landings, girl. Yeah, which I like because like, she really is just trying to keep it all together. She wasn't trained, right? So obviously, she we see in we see in part one, she's a bit of a gymnast, but. A
0: bit. Yeah, I mean, oh, she's yeah. like an Olympian. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, I know. She's a, she's a gymnast. Um, she does she
2: does a bit of gymnastics. A, bit, a Isn't not that gym in her house? That's yeah. what it seemed like. It's that like, is, oh, girl, oh, yeah. I think it's in you commissioner have a Gordon's balance house, beam yeah. in your basement, but, yeah. and there's a high ceiling, and your, your basement's just <laughs> right. a gymnasium. So, w- I did have questions about that. Yeah. Um,
0: well, her father's the police commissioner. I mean, he's got <laughs> he's got some money. I
1: mean, we see Mason's apartment, so you got to imagine that.
0: Gil Mason, what a sack of shit! Wait, we haven't even gotten to
2: Um, Um, I feel like now is the time to say this rather than later, but I texted this to Mike before we started that I didn't realize that Gil Mason and Dick Grayson are like very similar in just name sounds. And instead of these two episodes I had in my head for a long time, them just singing back at each other, you say tomato and I say tomato, (laughs) let's call the whole thing off. And then they did. And then it didn't happen. But I'm very happy that didn't happen because then we got this, uh, these episodes, (laughs) but
0: um, yep Yeah uh, So uh, this is a good time to bring him up And he's definitely a topic for discussion um, This is the first and I think only appearance of Gil Mason on the show um, And he's, uh, other than Batgirl obviously in these episodes He's the character of interest Yeah um, So what do we make of this guy?
2: It's funny that his name is Gil Because I think he's a dick personally <laughs> But He is a dick There we go
0: Um it's it's so appropriate that two face is the um, mastermind in these episodes because these episodes seem to be all about um, a fault putting a false face out to the world and yeah. having an ulterior motive
1: also the rip right richard mall passed away recently right <laughs> richard mall just lost, passed away we've lost richard mall since we've taken our little bit of a break so yes. rip
0: to richard mall who one of my favorite vocal uh, performances on this show okay so, so
1: we give so much credit to Kevin Conroy and to Mark Hamill for their performances on the right, show. Obviously, Adrian yeah. Barbeau mm-hmm. does a great job as Catwoman, even though Catwoman's comp- not really utilized great. Um, oh, uh, Melissa Gilbert's Batgirl, uh, she does a great job here. Uh, Dick Grayson is... Um, Lauren Lester. Lauren Lester also does an incredible job. Two-Face doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. He's also, he also the scariest He is voice. terrifying. Yeah. He is scary. He's probably the scariest villain like based on voice and and kind of and kind of presence alone. Right. So like, we should we yeah. should talk about that yeah. in context
0: of this episode. Yeah. This is the scariest and it's also the most high profile. Yeah. Um no, that's wrong. Uh, uh, it's the scariest and the most um high status yeah. two-face has yeah. ever been.
1: But like it's you you're right and I think what adds to it is that like Obviously, we know it's Two-Face right away when we see him from behind the newspaper. Like, we just hear but, his voice. But, you know, voice. before
0: that moment, I didn't actually think. Oh, yeah, me I either. didn't know he was I the didn't secret before. I didn't remember that he was the secret villain. Yeah.
1: But, like, once you hear him, you're like, oh, yeah, it's Two-Face. But you hear his voice, and it's just like, yeah, it's a cartoon, so it's affected, but, like, it's a very It's real just movie. a really effective he's voice. going, tell him about the thing. You know, he's just like, oh, He's so scary. Terrifying. He's a monster, yeah. He's a real monster. And, like... You get a little bit, a little taste of rupee Thorn again. A little <laughs> yeah.
0: thorny in my side. So, actually, the, the plot, the overarching plot in these episodes is very sophisticated. Yeah. Um, listen, especially for a kid show, but even just in general, this is sort of a common 30s noir plot, but like, it is a sophisticated plot. You have, a, it, it's a whole city at stake plot. Where it's like one character, the secret mastermind, Two Face, right? He is consolidating the gangs, which includes taking out Thorn. Yeah, and we learn in the episode that he's taken out a few other uh, gang leaders before. I'll Thorn. Take out Thorn for you. And then Two Face <laughs> is manipulating Gil to take over the police department to yeah. make him like the ultimate power of the city. Yeah. That is some high-minded stuff.
1: We we can't forget, and I'll say this later on. We can't forget that Two Face Harvey Dent might be crazy. Might have had half Mike? his body burned <laughs> in acid, or whatever happened to his face.
0: Wow, this real man, sensitive, Mike. This
1: man, this man was the district attorney of Gotham City, which means he had to have been one of, more or less, one of the most, one of the smarter
0: people in this city. He was smarter. For he was sure. very,
1: very smart.
0: Yeah, we do get uh, also a guest appearance by Janet Van Dorn in this scene, who is um, the new DA. One
2: of, yeah, <laughs> one of the moments I think I made us pause. Out. This was it for Janet Van yes. It was for Janet and I just wrote Janet does not fuck around and then I highlighted it in a lot of yeah, highlight colors. Yeah, she's for real. Yeah, yeah, she is the Janet DA. does not fuck around.
0: She is also a tall drink. <laughs> just a <saying. laughs> tall drink with glasses. A plus. Um, yes. Uh, okay, I think we actually covered like all my topics that I thought we would Maybe dig into. Other than just to mention, overall, in addition to being just one of the best episodes of the series the, and the two-parter, um, it is uh, a fan favorite. People yeah, love this yeah. episode.
1: I mean, how could you not? I loved it. Right.
0: Let's just look at a little bit of IMDb trivia. Some of this we already covered. So, one, uh, the first appearance of Batgirl in the series, like actually Batgirl. Yes. Like in costume, Batgirl, but
2: not to be confused with Batgirl.
0: Is that what I wrote? No. Oh.
2: I confuse most things with Batgirl. So thank you,
0: Mike. Batgirl. But hey, more important than Batgirl. This is the first time (laughs) Matches Malone is in the series. (laughs)
2: Matches Malone?
0: Matches McGillicuddy would Um, have
1: only been slightly worse.
0: I have to note that the character appears multiple, multiple times in the comics. Yes. He's one of Batman's sort of favorite go-to gangland aliases. uh, Can he
2: juggle? Because in my head, he can juggle. With that mustache? He can juggle matches. Just Matches Malone can juggle. Batman (laughs) cannot, but as Matches Malone, yes, he can. Yes.
0: Um, We will see Matches Malone again in the episode Never Fear in the new Batman. I imagine Avengers. that's another Scarecrow episode. Uh, if it's called Never Fear, you it's, know
1: it, it's and it's be. probably a worse design on Scarecrow than the previous <laughs> I'm, one.
0: I'm sure it is. Yes. Um, again, first appearance of Gil Mason and Janet Van Dorn in the series. I don't think we see Gil again. Maybe I'm, I'm really misremembering. I so. yeah, he's I in a know. spoilers. He's in a coma by the end yeah, of part two. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, don't think we see him again. I don't think he's getting out. And then we should mention the voice of Gil is Tim Matheson, who of course is the co-star co-star of John Vernon, Rupert Thorne, and they're both in Animal House. Yeah. so Animal House! Oh, wow. little Animal House business. Um, and then had one piece of other trivia. Okay, so bear with me on this. In Batman the Animated Series, yes. uh, Batgirl has a costume based on the Batgirl costume from the Bronze Age of comics. Yeah. And then later her appearance is wearing the same gray bodysuit and blue cape and cowl with uh, blue gloves and boots to resemble Batman's costume instead of the gold-colored gloves and boots from the comics. And that's in the new Batman Adventures. Uh, then we get her uh, debut costume from Detective Comics 359, and her early appearance is wearing the familiar black bodysuit with the gold-colored gloves and boots. So this is... Um, we're currently in the era of Batgirl, where she has the blue cape and cowl with the gray bodysuit. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is it matches an earlier version of Batman that we never get to see yeah, in the animated Detective series. Detective Batman. Exactly. Silver Age Batman. Silver Age Batman. In Which other words, my favorite Batgirl's costume that Bruce Timm chooses to use here is based on the Silver Age Batman costume that we never see.
1: And it's the best design, in my opinion, for Batgirl like in the series. I like it, too. In the series. Uh, I, You know, when they get to that, when they get to the new adventures and it, they have more of that cookie-cutter look where yeah. every character kind of looks the same, Right. I don't really love it. I, I, I like how human the characters they look uh, not really because you have guys like like rupert Thorne who are just a brick <laughs> but like a lot of the characters look more towards the realistic side of things whereas by the time we get to uh new adventures they're very like more cartoony very cartoony
2: yeah i, I have written everyone is shoulders yep everyone is shoulders. Um, everyone is shoulders <laughs> Everyone's a big brick rectangle shoulders to the point where um, they referenced Barbara's shoulder pads. in And yeah. the... <laughs> when she's Batman, yeah. yeah.
0: She's also teeny tiny. Yeah. yeah uh, very just, small. Just comparative to any yes. other character on screen. I, I mean, she's just very petite.
1: And then in the new well, adventures... Well, I guess she's, she's a gym... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A she, she's
0: a, a gymnast build, yeah.
1: So, also, too, Batgirl's the only character that uh, in the Bat family that they show her eyes. You actually see her eyes, whereas Batman. Oh right, everyone else has like the white. white. And I think when we get to New Adventures, Batgirl's eyes go to white, right? I think you're right. Oh no, they might stay blue. There's
2: something interesting with the way they animate the eyes, and I noticed it in this episode a couple of times. I went back and watched it, and the one that I can actually cite is they'll change eye color of a character also, and not just block them, but like who is who is the first guy that gets. strung out that's Rupert Thorne Rupert Thorn. Yeah, Thorn. names okay so him he starts off with like piercing blue eyes when he's mm-hmm. hanging upside down they're black
0: oh interesting okay. so
2: so there is an occasional like okay why did they change that eye color there or that I wonder if it's, it's intentional to cross I to don't know
0: lazy animator lazy. I don't know but I noticed
2: I noticed that and I was like okay <laughs> what color is his
0: eyes ah fuck it they're black now yeah they're black now
1: <laughs> no but you're right you got a point you got a point there. That might be. That might reference something. It might be due to the color palette.
2: Well, when when he was like in a powerful moment, they were blue. When he was dangling okay. upside down, they were changed to different colors. Like I don't know. No, Again, that uh, could be a lazy animated no. thing, or that no, could be it, that intentional. That might
0: be for real. Uh, Thorn has blue eyes uh, for sure. I, I yeah. can I can picture in my mind, but yeah.
2: um, that could just be a shadow thing. That they're like no, we have this color that, ink, and that's but what even we're gonna.
0: That. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, no, that's
1: a good good pickup. Uh. Yeah. I didn't notice
0: that. Yeah. Um, all right. Are we ready to hop into the episode, or is there something else we wanted to discuss? ahead of time? Uh, I'm good. Are you good?
2: Don't let me deviate us into talking about uh, musical theater again, because that will happen. <laughs> 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 Very well. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. But I will say, I would love to just hear Harvey Dent Two-Face doing the Jekyll Hyde song. Oh, I my God. He's yeah. just. I mean, look at him. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Um, also,
2: anything you can do, I can do that. <laughs> Just to himself. I can't do anything.
1: I hate Harvey Dent. I'm Big Bad Harf now. No dice. No dice. <laughs> Snuff the bat. Two-Tone Gang is back, by the way. I saw. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, big buck teeth.
0: All right. Oh, yeah, that is uh, Mad Dog, Mad I think dog, that character's yeah, yeah. called. But yes, he's from the Two-Tone Gang, I believe. All right, folks, here we go. Season 1, Episode 57, Shadow of the Bat, Part 1. This episode is directed by Frank Power and written by Bryn Stevens. Bryn. Uh, title card is very notable and probably one of the most famous it's of the collections, great. right? It's the silhouette of Batgirl, notably Batgirl. Uh, she's kind of like making a fist. Um, under a huge Batman cape, uh, not unlike being like under an umbrella or literally under his wing. Um, the font is notable in that it also happens to be the Batman uh, Taz font. And also the font of this podcast. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> a little Art Deco for you.
0: There you go. All right. We start the episode. We got a pan across this like sort of industrial sector of the city. And in this two-parter, we're going to be kind of in and out of the industrial sections, mm-hmm. specifically like on the harbor. Um, but it seems like we're closing in on this uh, sort of exports building. And then we go in through a skylight. Uh, that's where the camera's is following. Um, a bat <laughs> interrupts two criminals breaking into a crate. Um, the worst criminal in the world asks why do we have to do this stuff in the middle of the flipping night and then Thorn shows up to move his men along uh, he never liked this place I don't know why he's there. He's there to get caught, essentially. I like. I know why. Never, never go yourself. <laughs> there to be a thorn in have...
2: uh, Commissioner Gordon's side. There you go. There you go. I know oh, why you good.
1: have your meetings in the back
0: of. Oh, you're the doing Ledger. Okay. I was like, what's day? happening <laughs> in Mike's head? Um, it's because of the Batman. <laughs> the cops pull up. We get Gordon on the megaphone. We get Thorn. I can't be seen here. Hold them (laughs) off. Please take my boar's head deli meats. (laughs) I love it. Like trying to do Thorn's voice, you just try to sound thick. Yeah. Uh, I'm Rupert Thorn. I mean, tell
1: me that man doesn't sound like he shouldn't be selling me deli meat. That is is my (laughs) baloney.
0: This (laughs) is a voice that can only be done if you have like five pounds of like walled fat around your vocal cords. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bull's head meats. The butter and the bread basket. Put the butter in the brisket. B- mm. Um Thorne escapes the scene, sort of not for long. He gets up onto the roof while this um SWAT tank kind of barrels into the warehouse. Um Gordon the SWAT and tank. Bullock are oh, SWAT tank. Uh, Gordon and Bullock are returning enemy fire. I never liked this place. Thorne <laughs> remarks again as he sees his men being arrested. And then we get the familiar, uh, Shadow of the Bat. Yep appears on the scene. Thorne opens fire. The scene is ridiculous. Come on, then. You're not taking Rupert Thorne without a fight. (laughs) Batman sort of stalks Thorne for a while before he leaps out of the shadows. Then we get this very notable introduction to the new character, right? This is where Gil shows up for the first time. Silly gilly. Yeah, so the the cops show up on the roof, and Gil actually has, like, a spoken line, which is something along the lines of, like, you know... (laughs) come on out, Thorne, step out of here, whatever it was. And, and Thorne's like, reply is something to the effect of, not even if I could, you flat foot. <laughs> um, and he's already been strung up, and he's like all tied up. And then Gordon has like a, don't you love when he gives them to you, gift wrapped.
1: I love Gordon, man. He's just such, he's the best.
0: I, wish, I wish Commissioner Gordon was my dad. <laughs> so does Batman. <laughs> he does. Um, so Thorne has been delivered. This is the first time really we've seen Thorne actually brought to some kind yeah. of justice. He's actually been captured before, but it feels like a little more permanent this time. Mm-hmm. Um, Have yet... your
1: oven-gold turkey rest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a great ambassador for all deli meat, I think. He looks like a ham. <laughs> Get really out does. the gabagool. Exterior, um, external much for Italians. Um he doesn't. I don't think. No, he likes I don't Italians. think a man with the last name Thorn no. has yeah, anything to do with
1: Gabagool. No. He's definitely a, a roast beef, ham, <laughs> and turkey kind of guy. He's the other half of the hero that nobody eats. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did you also order the American hero? Yeah. Yeah. For the five people that yeah. like that at this fifty-person party. Yeah yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to. Everybody salami. wants the yeah. Italian. Okay. They all do. They it's all do. It's
2: a better part of the. It, it's, it's yeah. It's
1: way better.
0: It's, well, my parents used to have like the big Fourth of July every party every year. would so be like, used to get two big like Italian heroes, and then like. They got like a half of an American hero. Yeah. For the fucking weirdos. And then no one that ate that roast part, beef right? at the barbecue. No. What's that? And then no one ate that and part. And then no one ate it. Why are you
1: eating roast beef at the barbecue if there might be hamburgers.
0: And there were usually hamburgers. Yeah,
1: that's way better. Let's see. It, yes. it was
0: gratuitous. so gratuitous. No,
2: no the just in case sandwich. You gotta have it at just the party. Just in case somebody just in sucks. Case.
0: In fairness, what is more Italian than a just in case sandwich?
1: That's the most Italian.
0: How much food did we order? Too much. Great. Double that, <laughs> double that amount.
1: How many chicken cutlets did you make? Forty. Make, make eighty. Make
0: eighty tonight. Eighty, maybe eighty five. We don't know who's showing up. Yeah, you it's know. the same five people that show up to every party.
2: We need okay. the just in case cutlets. <laughs> I
0: think because cutlets. <laughs> well, now listen, we all know that food is a huge part of Italian culture, but I think there is such deep shame if you were to ever run out of something at an event. Could you imagine? Oh my Like God. that's an Italian thing. It's just like you assume. That there will be plenty, plenty, plenty of everything. You should never oh, run you out. You telling me you didn't have enough sausage? Well, that would be such a disgrace. That would be you would be shunned from. The My family. mother, I think, would cry at the table if there were not enough meatballs. That everybody, like anybody, who wanted that extra meatball, should have been able. You to You need get a that. dozen for each person. Correct. Yeah.
1: At minimum. Minimum. I made minimum. like fifty meatballs on Sunday, by the way. You should did, have they made a hundred. You know. brought
0: dishonor I to your
1: family. I know there was four of us. It's
0: two hundred meatballs. Um. We get an exterior shot of Wayne Manor, and then inside, there's just a TV broadcast. Summer Gleeson uh, and others are covering Thorne's arrest, uh, putting emphasis on this new deputy commissioner, Gil Mason. I wonder if his name is like, supposed to be like a little nod to Perry Mason in some way.
2: It's not Gil Faison, which I got confused with.
0: What? What does that mean?
2: Gilfay's lunch. I'm, I'm sure.
0: That's from. That's from. Oh hello. Oh, oh hello.
2: It's not the same person. No, I don't know any of this. It's. It's okay. You'll it's starring be okay. John
1: Mulaney and Nick Kroll. It's where they played two old men. Who <laughs> well, I know up, it is, yeah. but I've never. Oh, we seen saw it on it. Broadway.
2: It was, I heard it was great. For it was great. birthday. It was great. Yeah. It wasn't the um. They have Steve Martin in the Netflix special one. I yeah. think. So oh, so we Didn't see awesome. that one, but that one's good. But yeah, right. it's not Gil on Gil Mason, different character. Okay, here Chimed we I'm go. Chime time, sure. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> um, apparently there's incriminating evidence against Thorne It's being attributed to this uh, mysterious informant. There's a fucking image on the news of the mysterious informant. It's literally sort of like a black shadow yeah, yeah. with like evil eyes and yeah. a hat. Oh. And like, I hope the real news, but just puts that up there. An unknown criminal is terrorizing the town. Um <laughs> Alfred chastises Bruce for changing channels so fast. One would think the fall of Rupert Thorne would bring a smile even to your face. Bruce wants to know what's up with the mysterious information. This is the third gang lord that Mason has brought down in as many months. But of Batman course, we know it's, we know it's actually Two Face.
2: He also seems to be drinking a glass of milk during this scene. Is Bruce drinking milk? I think so. Look at him. Alfred yeah. walks in, holds him. It's just a white. It's a clear glass with like white, and he sips it. So just like is he just calmly drinking milk? And I was like, Batman Look looks him. so emo right now, just drinking his his milk and being baffled right. by the news.
0: No, totally. In fairness, I don't think Batman drinks. Um, I,
2: I don't know. Whatever Alfred gave him, I was like. Maybe it's his. I mean, he is pretty jacked. Is so he might be.
0: Yeah, joking. well, okay. actually, I wanted Was to it during fair. a Got Milk Bruce campaign? Yeah, like that's like, what I. Out. Yeah. Like to show he's an yeah. idiot or whatever. Yeah.
2: No. I, I'm wondering, and I was wondering if it was like during a Got Milk campaign that they were uh, like, probably. let's picture Batman drinking milk because it seemed feel, very yeah. specific that it was like, here you go. That feels
0: like the height of Got Milk. let go for your bones. Yeah. There's also some good, good, good milk moments in Batman Returns. Let's not dwell on those. <laughs> um, so we get. Oh um, well, we got to
1: watch that for Christmas. It's absolutely, <laughs> it's a, Christmas absolutely a Christmas movie. Absolutely a Christmas movie.
0: We, uh, yeah, we go to the Commissioner's house. Exterior shot of the Gordon's com- house. It's got a beautiful house. That's what a man. But was the gymnasium in the
2: basement.
0: So inside, Gordon is watching as Barbara's practicing gymnastics on a fucking balance beam. Yeah, yo,
1: like, (laughs) ridiculous.
0: Um, Barbara comments that if things keep on, folks are going to start thinking that Gordon and Gil are Batman and Robin. Oh, Gordon loves that. Gordon loves that. Yeah.
1: Yo, I bet you Gordon wants to be Batman.
0: Uh Gordon mentions that Gil is also rather handsome. Whoa. Because, uh this is this is an old fashioned TV show, and he's gotta marry off that 20-year-old daughter he has before she turns twenty-one and becomes an old maid.
1: <laughs> or a superhero. <laughs>
0: right. These are her birthing years. She's gotta <laughs> go. Even though Gil, I think, is like forty. Um
2: She even comments on that though.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, she's, she's
2: like, You're just you just stopped treating me like a kid, and right. now you're trying to marry me off. Exactly.
0: Um, balance beam (laughs) right that girl's got some spunk doorbell oh but we should (laughs) mention this is so very planted for us we have to see her doing the gymnastics to see like oh fuck she's like really good at this right so like it's not like she was like reading a book or something it's Gil making a friendly house call no it's not he is uh, there to arrest Commissioner Gordon.
1: I can't believe they go to arrest the commissioner like this. I'll tell you right now, Gordon, we're getting you right out of here. How come they denied you bail?
0: Now Bullock is someone that really Bullock, understands that you uh, need 200 meatballs for four yeah, people. If you,
1: if Bullock, listen, <laughs> if I'm planning a barbecue in Gotham City and I work for the police department... I'm having Bullock. At least give me what the menu should
0: be. I know. Because you
1: know the food is going to be
0: Bullock, enough. Bullock is so good in these What are you episodes? talking
1: about? I'm like, I got to eat seven euros. <laughs> fucking guys. fucking um, ghoul. Guy
0: cool. Yes. So he's there to arrest Gordon. Uh, Barbara's very confused. What's the charge? Accepting bribes. Um, and Gordon gets led away into the back of the police car. And uh, Gil seems apologetic about doing it. He wanted it to come from him. He's trying to put a good face on it, um, and the car drives off, leaving this distressed Barbara on her own front steps, being assaulted by the press, and she does slam the door in in their face. Um, it's it's uh, kind of an especially stinging moment because it does seem like there is like a little bit of a romance between Gil and Barbara. I don't think they've been like dating or anything, but I think she's could be considering it. He's certainly considering it. Oh, he's... he's there are
1: vibes. Yeah. 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 They were hanging out at the party.
0: Right. And so.
1: now it's over. Now he's it's got no chance. It's over now. It, to quote Vince McMahon's <laughs> entrance music, no chance. No chance. No chance in hell.
0: I'll say this. If you like a girl, <laughs> arresting her father is probably not high on the list of things. Yeah, probably a
1: good in. way to make sure you ended that relationship.
0: Yeah um okay uh headline transition to wayne manor commissioner gordon arrested bruce is distraught we'll see about this yep throws the paper over his shoulder like the garbage it is it's a rag
2: this episode was the most like (laughs) believable so far as far as like okay this yeah this villain is terrifying i could see this happening this city what is this city like a lot of uh, others thus far like joker or whatnot they can be more fantastical, so it's like, oh, this is a story. But this one, I was like, no, I could believe this is just yeah. a city that has, uh, yep.
0: Yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier. The plot's sophisticated because what Two Face wants in these episodes isn't ridiculous. No. He wants to be like in charge of the city and like he's going about it in a way that's actually like pretty practical. Um that's actually like kind of scary. This is
1: yeah. this, this whole episode, this whole this, these two episodes back to back are very much classic 1930s pulp Batman noir. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is Batman at his roots, really. Right. Really, it's the most grounded I think Batman's like been in the series. It right? is. A, it's definitely a grounded definitely story. Definitely more grounded than which
2: is funny because Batgirl's ways. just leaping all over the place. So there's actually, I think, at all.
0: I, I think there's she actually nothing, like, fantastical in these two episodes, no, right? No. no, It's all very... There's no science fiction element. There's the, the no horror element, really.
2: Two-Face himself, like, is still like, okay, that's a jarring view of a villain, but right. it's animated. Right, then, so like, only
0: in, like, a Dick Tracy sense, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he could be any Dick Tracy villain. This is very Dick Tracy. This yeah. Is,
1: these episodes are very Dick Tracy. Right. Which is a movie I need to rewatch at this point it's in my life. still
0: really good. Yeah. I think weirdly underrated. Yeah. It's good.
1: Yeah. The Warren Beatty one. It's Warren Beatty? Yeah, it's
0: Warren Beatty. Warren he's Beatty. he's awesome. I, that's uh, honestly one of my favorite movies. I gotta Dick watch. Tracy. I gotta rewatch. Dick and Tracy. it was very almost a musical. There are like five. Dick Tracy, there are. No, this is musical. real. There are five, as we know, uh, big musical theater fans here. There are five original Stephen Sondheim songs in that movie. Wow. Uh, that's back in business. That's um, sooner or later, which won an Oscar, I believe, for best song. You know, sooner or later, you're gonna be mine. Um, Live Alone and Like It is from there. Um, I think there's two more. Oh, the song More, right? Which is another character that Breathless sings in there. And I think there's two others. There's one, I think, that 88 Keys sings, which is in the movie, it's Mandy Patinkin. And I think there may be a fifth song as well. And it always was like, for the Sondheim superfans, we're always like, oh, great, maybe we'll get a Dick Tracy musical someday. First of all, I don't think that was ever in the cards. I don't think Steven Sondheim was interested in writing that, even though he did a hell of a job for the movie. And the other thing was that is notoriously a license that is wholly owned by Warren Beatty. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Warren Beatty owns the well, rights to everything Dick Tracy. Well, related. that's why
1: recently he was doing videos as Dick Tracy. Yes, to retain yeah. the copyright yeah, or, whatever, yeah, yeah. or whatever he has. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's pretty crazy.
0: To be honest, uh, and I, I don't actually wish ill on Warren Beatty. I'm sure he's a very nice man. I kind of am waiting for him to die. La La Land! <laughs> so that they can make Dick, Dick Tracy. Tracy. the musical. <laughs> I don't know why he has to, like, I don't know. I guess he just can't let go of it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, anyway. Whatever.
0: Um, okay, so we go to the Gotham courthouse. Barbara is pleading with DA Janet Van Dorn. I don't know how short Barbara is supposed to be. She's not tall. And how tall Van Dorn is supposed to be. But Janet Van Dorn looks like she's seven feet tall. And Barbara Gordon looks like she's a child. I think
2: Babs is about 5'1 or 5'2. 5 even, I think. Babs is also probably where I didn't see the shoes. So I can't, I don't know. But Babs, maybe she's in ballet flats. And Janet is in... she does not fuck around, so right. I don't know. She's in some they kind of, like, elevator. Wearing
1: some DA heels,
2: for mm-hmm. sure. They...
0: I want my hands on those heels. Uh, the, <laughs> she is very much, like, a character they do well with depicting as, like, wow, what a bitch. But also, you're like, oh, but she's doing her fucking job. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Because what she says isn't villainous. No. What nope. Janet Van Doren basically says is, no, the evidence is credible. Um we have these things he's a flight risk um we can't give him bail and then like she makes the suggestion which sounds sinister but isn't meant in a sinister way maybe you don't know your father as well as you think you do maybe none of us do right and it's it's a really nicely delivered line uh janet van Dorn, by the way voice acted by uh lynette meddy i don't know this actor but really does a nice job and uh we'll see janet again we get a sense from Janet, like, no, this is another, like, f- a for real person mm-hmm. in Gotham, right? This is not someone corruptible.
2: No, and and what she says, I think, can be jarring at first. Because you know Commissioner Gordon, and you're like, but he wouldn't. But it's really a tell that she's fair, right? in a way. It's like, no, I'm not taking anything at face value. Here are the facts. Here's what I know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. There is no, you know, so it's... Right. It,
0: and you need someone that's going to represent like the true sense of justice here, because we know that Batman operates outside the law, and Bullock is like basically Gordon's brother. Like you know, so, like she's not she's going to have an objective opinion of this situation, which is good. Good for the structure of the episode. Like there are, she's the consequences. All right, you know? Janet. She'll throw him in jail. Um, yeah, Lynette
1: Meddy was doc- was Lieutenant Nancy Griffin in six episodes of Mash.
0: Okay, And you know what? Uh, MASH is a huge blind spot for me. I've seen almost none of MASH. Yeah, and that, that's one of the great American uh, television shows. Yeah. And, a, and a great movie. I, I just really yeah, don't know it People love MASH. Yeah. I feel
2: similarly it. about MASH because I don't think it was on Nick at Night. I think it was on like TV Land or some other channel. And I remember it my dad Land, always I talking think. highly yeah. of it and being like, I've seen the commercials! And of course, ah. since,
1: since we, we live on Long Island it was pronounced MASH.
2: MASH.
0: Instead of what? Mosh? MASH. You're saying the same thing.
2: M- mash hey. and mash. Mash. Oh, mash. Hey, you want to watch? Mash? What am I saying?
0: Mash.
1: We're kind of kind of Here. in between. You, we're we're rolling. Mash. Mash. Oh, am I saying it
0: different? I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing you, and I think I'm saying the same thing. It's actually mush. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Rafe. Rafe. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I, his name is Ralph.
0: Yeah, your name's Ralph. You're Feinstein.
1: Ralph. I, listen, we know you're great everything I've seen you in is excellent even that bad Avengers movie mouth but like oh I love that movie yeah I know me too you'll You'll buy a weather weather from me me. (laughs) Um, all right as the most Scottish man <laughs> who's ever lived, more more so than Flint Holt, what Flint Hook whatever the frick his name is. Um, Flint, Flint. Yes, more than Flint more Hart than him. Glomgold, the, the villain Glomgold, from Ducktales. The, yes, the other Scottish duck. Right. right.
0: I love that in the
1: Ducktales cartoon, the new one where they, him and Scrooge McDuck, try to out Scottish each other.
0: It's brilliant. Is it
1: just them skipping out on the bill?
0: Oh my God, I think so. Oh. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it should a, be. As a
2: Scottish, uh, <laughs> as a person with Scottish heritage, yes, that's hilarious.
0: We've kind of evolved past that thing, though. Yeah. Like kids now, kids now don't know anything. Well, but kids now don't even know that stereotype yeah. that Scottish people are cheap. Yeah. That's like a dead stereotype now. Yeah. People don't even remember that yeah. one.
2: We prefer yeah. frugal, thank you.
0: Frugal, I'm sorry. Frugal, a word that sounds Scottish, by yes. the way. Yes.
1: Frugal! I'm very frugal.
0: Yeah. So Bullock is also at the courthouse, and you know what? So is Gill, yeah. and Gill is still trying to put put out that he's a nice guy. He's, he's not. He's basically saying
2: he's a bit of a two face.
0: Oh, right. He's saying that uh, listen, even though he had to arrest Jim Gordon as the deputy commissioner, he still is going to make sure that the department puts on, you know, this rally for him that they're supporting him. Bullock says it's going to be quite a show. So Bullock and Gill are both at the courthouse, and Bullock seems just so upset you know that this has happened we have to just always remember that Bullock and Gordon have a special relationship they are I think to me like brothers or even uh if we want to put Bullock on the same level as a Batman like Bullock sees Jim as a father as well
1: I think too and Bullock often especially earlier in the series gets kind of the short end of the stick in terms of like the appreciation or how he's depicted
0: it's but because like, we're from Batman's perspective. Yes. But like, and Bullock notably hates Batman.
1: The more we get to, well, early on for sure.
0: The, right. Less now. The more time
1: yeah. we spend with Bullock, the more we realize that yeah, he's a he's a bit of an oaf and he's not the brightest guy. And he's obviously Robert Costanzo has that really great like New York um New York Italian accent. So unfortunately that accent makes you sound a little dumber than you are. Right. Um Bullock's
0: not dumb. Bullock yeah. is,
1: he, honestly, one of the best characters in the show.
0: Yeah, they know um, it, too, because he's, he's in a ton. He's and he has multiple episodes that are Bullock-centric. Yeah,
1: and he's also funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, unintentionally funny. But, like, at the same time, it's like, um, he's also, like, yes, he's very deeply hurt by this. But, like, at the same time, he knows Barbara's upset. Right. And he puts on the good face, like, Uncle Harvey Bullock. You know, like... Right making her feel good about herself and making her feel like she can be okay and feel safe because I, I'm good. I'm going to be there too. You know, like a right. real, like that type of thing.
0: Well, we saw this, uh, similarly in, I always forget the name of the episode, the one where Gordon gets shot. Oh, uh, I am the night. I'm the night. We saw this. I'm the night for Bullock. Jim Gordon is his North star. Yeah. Right. If this guy dies, if this guy is found to be corrupt, whatever, then nothing means anything yeah. for Bullock. So yeah. we, we do see that expression on his face. Um, yes, they're going to put out, put out this rally and the button on this scene is that Barbara knows someone who would be a real showstopper at the rally if she can get him. And we're going to find out that that's Batman, which is so funny because in the arc of the one season, even though this has been multiple years at this point, Batman has gone from like suspicious entity, quasi enemy of the people, someone whom the cops find very suspicious to being someone that you would want at a rally for the commissioner of police if he was accused of corruption. How strange. This is really a development of the character and his perception from the citizens of Gotham.
1: You will hunt me. You will chase
3: me down.
1: Gotham needs his white
3: knight. <laughs> I killed the Harvey.
1: Um, I understood that better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say this much as a side note. Um, do yourself a favor and look up the video of, I believe it's Robert Paulson who is a famous voice actor, most famously for doing, I believe, um, Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles, might be Donatello, and uh, okay. Wacko. Whack, uh, wha- uh, oh, Yakko, like Wacko. Yakko sure. Warner. Yes. Warner. I, I know this actor, yes. He has, um, I think his podcast is called Talking Tunes, yeah. and it's a, it's, a, it's a video podcast, but he has Kevin Conroy on, and Kevin Conroy awesome. does that monologue as oh. his version of Batman. Is it awesome? And the room is like, silent. Yeah. Because it's him doing Batman, reading those lines at the end of The Dark Knight, and you're like, oh, this guy got
0: it. Yeah. Oh, Kevin. Anywho. RIP, Kevin. Establishing shot of the city jail. We go up to a window and then inside the evidence room. It's authorized personnel only, which means, of course, Mike and Amanda, that Batman has broken into the evidence room. (laughs) Batman's (laughs) authorized. He's uh, investigating the evidence, um, and then... uh, we uh, get this image of him. He's hiding a copy uh, from someone who's coming to investigate him. Later, we get outside the city jail. Batman swinging over the head of a few more unsuspecting cops, climbing a fire escape to an adjacent building. He literally shoots a message yep. into Gordon's cell. Uh, it's a communicator. Yeah. Uh, and Gordon, we get from Gordon, I was wondering when you'd get around to me. And Batman informs him that the checks are perfect forgeries and they're too good to be Rupert Thorne. Uh, he suspects a new syndicate moving in and Gordon asks Batman to check in on Barbara and keep her out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how that goes.
1: Uh-huh. Very unsuccessful. I will say for a giant man, Batman moves very silently,
0: very silently, very sneaky. Yes. Um, we cut to Batman and Barbara. She's pleading with him to come to the rally because the public respects him. A really interesting turn here. Um, she naively believes that if Batman is at the rally, the public will think Gordon's innocent. Um, Batman tells her he isn't coming <laughs> and that because, there's because, more to this than a simple frame-up.
1: Because he has to be Matches Malone. <laughs> right. That's why. And that she I should got...
0: stay out of it. People are dangerous. She looks out the open window and vows that Batman will be at the rally one way or another.
1: <laughs> She's going to put on
0: man clothes. Yep.
1: Shoulder pads. <laughs>
0: Dude looks like a lady, but the other way. Whoa. yes mm. Cuts to the bad side of town. Yeah. Ruins of a building, and Mike, you know, I already know what I'm going to say the, the building is exactly half decayed. We which saw means that you should have fucking said, demolished <laughs> it. Said,
1: that there's a couple things in this episode where I pointed at. It. I'm like, why are you leaving a building that's ha- clearly half? Well, that's split like down the silver middle. Silver Dollar Warehouse. So, in that's part it. Two, silver silver Dollar. Well,
2: it's like two face Right. Yeah,
1: the building looks like his face. Exactly. I'm gonna take his face off. And of
0: course, we know what's gonna happen. Inside, it's half in shadow, lounging in the shadows behind half of a newspaper. Hey. It's a shadowy figure, what's unmistakably. Up, I got really excited. Somebody holding way, right? half oh.
2: and half. <laughs> actually, he's drinking. That man was drinking.
1: Wait,
0: wait. The other hand has an Arnold Palmer. Wait, you know
1: what's funny? <laughs> you know what's actually funny about that? In Almost got him when they all get their drinks, half and half. he pours half and half into his coffee. He, he does. No joke. They, they they go that deep with Two-Face in this show to make it sure that everything's kind of a pun on him being half a face. I love it.
0: <laughs> um, that unmistakable voice of Two-Face, I got really excited because he sounds fucking terrifying. The rally's tomorrow night. Everything's in place. You know what to do. Oh, my God. Back at the Batcave, Bruce has transformed into... Matches Malone! Uh, Robin is pestering him because fucking Robin. I can't believe this is a line. I'm missing my Bogart film class. <sighs>
2: like, uh, is it Humphrey Bogart film? Yeah, yeah is it Humphrey yeah. Bogart?
0: I guess
1: Robin studies film. What a he fucking would. Yeah. What a loser. What a loser.
0: Fucking film school loser. yeah What a jerk. Fucking Dempster rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Hofstra reference. Um,
1: I know John Barenberg got that reference, and I know he listens to the show. Yeah, somewhere Noah Redfield is crying. (laughs) Um,
0: I love Noah. Batman just wants... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I
2: have a a question. (laughs) Yeah. I wrote down multiple things about Batman in disguise, and I don't know if now is the time or later is the time. Do it now. Okay, Let's talk about the
0: Matches Malone disguise. Ridiculous.
2: This is another thing where none of my... I don't think any of them are exact. It's just the first thing I thought of. So Batman jumps up where they pan to him like a bunch of times and every time he looks kind of different. And the first one, (laughs) (laughs) the first one when he jumps up as matches Malone, I got this feeling that it was like, if you're familiar with Modern Family at all, I think it's Phil Dunphy, the dad. Yeah. I got, and he's in also in Muppets Most Wanted. Yes. I think he's the I detective. I think wearing a
1: mustache. Wearing
2: a mustache, which is probably why I thought this, he's but he f- jumps up in disguise and I just pictured him like that actor who I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Insert name here. I'm not looking it up right now. but Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. So picture him just jumping up <laughs> ah! in disguise. That's what I saw in that moment. And then the next time I saw it, I got Patrick Warburton in disguise. And then later in the- It is in,
0: Warburton-y. yeah. It,
2: so it went from goofy, fell down feet to, okay, well, now we're Patrick Warburton. At another part, he was like angry Clark Gable.
0: <laughs> it's very angry Clark Gable. That's for sure. It is a very Clark Gable-esque disguise. There was
2: a lot of that. And then I, I have warburton Which means
0: he reminds me a little bit of the villain from If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I have Wario, Batman, also highlighted <laughs> in like yellow. <laughs> <laughs> that, I oh, yeah. think was so, later, but there's just different different things where I'm like, now now matches. Oh, we got this matches so, this time. The many faces of matches. matches. What's matches gonna do next?
1: So we know this room loves Wario and Waluigi because um, how could you not? I and even
0: love the scrapped Wall Peach.
1: That's I was just about oh, to bring about that up. Oh, you're to get up. to Wall Peach. I'm sorry. So this this Flippy just thought. this last week, last week. First of all, um, we're in an age where like old concept art gets leaked all the time now. Um, the Super so Mario RPG concept art of Wario as one of the three musketeers is one of the it's best awesome, things yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, I want that. If they ever make a sequel, I want Wario and uh, Waluigi and. Maybe it's Wap Peach as the Three must or Booster. It should be Booster as the well, Three booster Musketeers. Well, Booster was
0: kind of there like, oh, we're not going to get Wario, put Booster yeah, in. Yeah, put
1: Booster in. Um, the game did get the Three Musty Fears, though. I think that was the nod. Yes. <laughs> yeah, are the th- three ghosts. The Three Ghosts. Oh, the, mu- the Three the Musty, musty fears. fears are one of my favorite things in video games ever. I, I love <laughs> them. They're really cute. They're great. Um, but no, there was apparently, I guess, when they created um Waluigi, who is a joke, um, it doesn't even make sense because in Japanese, Warui means uh, bad. Okay. So "wario" means like bad Mario, right? "Waluigi" doesn't really work with that, so he's just <laughs> Waluigi, and, well, and 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 I can't even say what I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, okay. And then now they there's there is a. I'm gonna say it then. Yeah. Oh, should I go now? No, no, it's uh, go for it. You finished. You finished. So there is a there is a the concept art uh, leaked of Wa Peach. Who is like the bad Peach, and she's wearing like big boots, and she's got like black leather. What's the uh, thing though, it's
0: like bad Peach is just like naughty girl Peach. Yeah, like, yeah, what up, girl? Yeah, yeah, she's was she sexy like,
2: uh, Was she like Sandy in Greece? So it's like a you bit. have this Sandy, and then like Tell oh wait, not
0: it. Spud. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: But she's kind, of, yeah. She's kind of there's there's a it's almost like a Gimpish outfit, right? Oh boy, I'm not touching that. Yeah, it's 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 something <laughs> like that. It's, it's a little like female Bowser it's, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh well, that Nintendo didn't plan on that. That well, was a they
0: should have. Yeah, I'll tell you you know what everyone's going to do. Bowsette blew up
1: real quick. Like she sure did. The inter- um
0: No, well, it's because All right. This is the only way I'm going to get away with saying this. Have any has anyone ever seen the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? Yeah. In Multiplicity, Michael Keaton clones himself and he gets the first clone, it's like the masculine version of him. And then he gets the second clone of him. It's still the clone of the original him. It's just the second clone. That's the more feminine version of him. Fine, but then the clones make their own clone, and he is not
1: very bright. Let's
0: yeah, yeah. right great. Let's yeah. settle on that. So while Luigi <laughs> is like the clone of Wario, like that's that's where we went with that. I- because Wario still has like, ah, I can still talk. I'm idiotic. And while Luigi is just... <laughs> yeah, he's a creature, okay? He's, he's a copy of a copy. So he's, it's not that he's bad, Luigi. He is multiplicity, Luigi.
2: He right. is Frankenstein construction worker. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh.
0: We got, unreal. We got to finish this episode. Unreal. What are, you, what are we even talking about? What episode <laughs> are we in? Know.
1: Matches Malone.
0: Matches Malone. I can't start it. Matches Malone. <laughs> All right. Bogart, <laughs> Bogart Film Festival. So you brought us Mario Batman. It
2: wasn't musical theater this time.
0: <laughs> Batman, who is going to be dressed as Matches Malone, who... Basically just looks like Bruce Wayne
2: <laughs> Yeah, he's,
0: with a mustache. Like a really thin pencil. Like, and like a slightly Clark different Gable. nose. Just so angry Clark me. Gable. choose on a match instead of a toothpick, which I guess is cool. I don't know. Um, he tells Robin, Robin's going to go make the public appearance yeah. at the rally. Fine. Yes. We pan over to GCPD headquarters. This is the rally. Spotlights fly back and forth. Gil Mason's making a speech at the lectern in support of James Gordon. And quote-unquote Batman looks on from the heights. Robin is there, ready to swing in and make his public appearance in support of Gordon. But then he sees Batman fly towards GCPD headquarters. He gets the attention of the crowd, including a grandstanding psycho from Bullock. Um, <laughs> and Bullock's got his hat off and he's got a bad haircut. Yeah, not good. Not good. He, he did it himself.
1: He's got to wear that hat.
0: Uh, Robin is confused and actually kind of, like, hurt. He didn't think Batman was going to no, be there. No, I didn't realize he was gonna I, steal my I showed finger. up for nothing. I missed Casablanca.
1: Don't have a cow, man.
0: <laughs> um,
1: this is not radical.
0: When Batman touches down in the alley, we see it's not Batman at all. It's Barbara, who has donned, like, a Batman-esque cape and cowl, which she clearly then empties, like, of all the padding. She had to have stolen that, right? I guess so. They never really established no. how she got that, right? Is it like um, Miles
1: Morales buying the Spider Man costume in the Spider Man movie from Stanley?
0: I guess. It I always
1: fit. What does he say? He says, what is he, what's his line? He's it like, always fits. It always fits or something, right? Yeah. I think it was something like that. It eventually fits or something like that, yeah.
0: Um, just then, Two Faces <laughs> men do a drive by on the crowd with their Tommy guns blasting. The crowd flees in fear. And she's not in her real Batgirl gear yet, but this is the first Batgirl scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, she <clears throat> heroically springs into action, uh, and she uses the James Gordon deserves bail banner to blind the getaway car. Pretty good. Cool little move. Um, it crashes into a hydrant, and for whatever fucking reason, Robin pursues Batgirl instead of the criminals. Yes, yes. Instead of the criminals who are getting away. He rips away just part of the cow to Ugh. reveal Barbara's long red hair. And then he exclaims, A girl I'm an equal opportunity crime fighter. This is like the red, Claw red shit all over woman. again. I will say this though. When he rips off the part of the cow to reveal Barbara's red hair, do you realize like pretty much every version of Batgirl she has her hair out? Yeah. Which listen, willing suspension of disbelief, we don't really care about that, but like in terms of a disguise terrible. Yeah, because red hair is so red rare. hair is pretty rare, especially yeah. that particular shade of yeah. red hair and it has a particular length. And then you see like, oh, it's Barbara Gordon. Commissioner Gordon's go, "Wait a second. Wait a like second. that that is a yeah. flag. Yeah, That's a flag."
1: I do like that Batwoman has the red hair that that comes out of Cass Kane? No, Batwoman. Um Oh,
0: uh oh, uh, I'm so I'm so sorry. So yeah,
1: yep. Kate Kane, she has the red hair out of her cowl, but it's the, it's a wig. It's a wig. It's a wig, so that if someone grabs it, they'll pull that off.
0: Right. Yeah. Which is a good move. Smart. Um. So yeah. It's really. <clears throat> what. What.
2: What is this? Oh, there's a Batwoman. Early in the series. Kate Kane picture. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, it it failed. They oh canceled. yeah. It's they, ranked
2: well on Rotten Tomatoes, f- but not on IMDb. The first
1: series, the first season, I think is it, good, and yeah. I think the second season's bad.
0: Um. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then they have to recast like the main actor or they something. Recast like that? the main yeah. actress. That's yeah, tough. that's tough. Yeah. Um. So they rip away. Oh no, we got past that. I'm sorry. Uh, we get, yeah, Robin being stupid. Barbara continues to make her escape, and we get this great shot. I love this animation. Summer Gleason grabs yeah. the camera yeah. after the chaos, and we get a great shot of like the inside of the lens of the camera. As the goons close in on Batgirl, but, like, we're seeing her through Summer Gleason's lens. It's a really cool shot.
1: Yeah, they did a good job on that.
0: Yeah. um, So, they open fire into a commercial break, and when we come back, Barbara avoids getting shot but takes a bad fall. Uh, Robin uses a batarang to stop the attack. The ladies with me, gents. Yeah. Fucker. Batgirl and Robin split up to chase down the goons. Batgirl does, like, a great Captain America throw of a trash can lid. Spider-Man would be proud. I said that. Yeah. He uh, and unmasks the prone bucktooth goon yeah. who is Mad Dog. Mad Dog. He delivers a big kick and he gets away again. Uh, Batgirl, um, dodges both the cops and uh, and and Robin, who didn't even find the guy he was after. Funny, I don't remember a Batgirl in our little club. Which, like, I guess Bat.
1: I mean, I wouldn't put up a Batman to have another sidekick. somewhere He would in probably the city. tell Robin. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Would you tell Robin? No, I wouldn't tell Robin anything. Yeah.
2: I'm wondering if he's just also like not sure of her or her intentions or what she's like trying to do. So it's also like, okay, Batman's not around. And then there's an imposter person that I'm not sure of wearing his costume. Is this okay? So like, yeah. I, matches I get yeah. Match, <laughs> matches below.
0: So with the end of the police rally, actually, like the that was the last big scene of the episode. Yeah. Now we actually have like just a bunch of like little scenes that wrap us up to, to get us into the two parter. Um, we cut back to Dick and Alfred at Wayne Manor watching Summer Gleason's coverage of the event, and everyone is talking about the mysterious Batgirl. Dick is the first to spot something strange. Alfred sees it too. Gil Mason ducks behind the lectern. A moment before everybody saw the guns, just as Mayor Hill and Harvey Bullock are approaching the lecture. Actual good work so, by Robin here. Yeah, good work by Robin. And it then proves, of course, that Gil must have known about the attack ahead of time. Okay. Um, we get a newspaper... Oh, go ahead. I yeah. know
2: that Robin is not in disguise in this scene, but I also wrote down that Robin in A Red Turtleneck reminded me of Donny Osmond and also <laughs> Peter Brady. Yes. And then I think you said Eddie Monster. I said Eddie Monster.
0: Eddie Munster, yeah. Just a little bit. A real weirdo. Yes. Stupid Robin. Um... <laughs> Newspaper transition to GCPD headquarters Bullock is crumpling up the Gotham Times Where it says Who is Batgirl Yeah what's next Weasel woman I, I like it And I, then as he crumples the paper Like Batgirl's just sitting there And Renee Montoya's over his shoulder Yeah And so he just gives like a little Uncomfortable like chuckle Yeah um, And then uh, Yeah Montoya gives Babs Like a friendly wave on the way out Barbara flips through Bullock's files and finds the buck-toothed goon in the directory. So she's made that connection.
1: Doing some detective work.
0: We then transition to Gil's place. He's a nice place, too. Yeah. Knock at the door. Barbara, of course. She's about to tell him she recognized the goon, but the goon is already sitting there.
3: Ba, ba, oh, ba. no.
0: Mad Dog makes a hasty exit, letting Gil know he'll see him at the business meeting.
1: Oh, how, how generic. Like, <laughs> she's not going to know what that means. Right, yeah.
0: I've got to Gil... meet
1: you at the uh, business meeting. Nobody says that.
0: Well, gangsters say it, Mike. Yeah,
1: because they don't know what they're talking about. They just got some business. Yeah, got yeah, yeah, business. At the business meetings, meeting. It's a retirement
0: community. A real <laughs> a real business. All right. Um, Gil would love for Barbara to stay for a drink, um, but she has to go see her dad, of course. But of course, it's because she realizes, oh, fuck, Gil is in on this. I'm sure I'll catch you again. Mm-hmm.
2: She hangs on catch. She's that's like, right. Catch. Yeah. It's I'll like, catch oh. you
1: like a bat catches
2: a... Bat thing. Fruit. Yep. We're fruit.
0: near Gotham Oil on the rough side of town in a club called the Stacked Deck. Oh, man. Close up on some hands shooting pool. It's Matches Malone. He's pretty good. He's pretty good at pool. He's listening in via transmitter on the Bucktooth Goons conversation. Um, and then uh, we, we can tell Mad Dog's about to go meet up with his boss, right? That's what, that's what Matches has been waiting for. Bucktooth Goons so. is a great band
2: name. It is pretty humans.
1: good.
0: Yeah, I like it. Mad Dog exits the stacked Scrolls. deck, gets in his car, and drives back to Two-Face's hideout. Matches pursues him there, scales the building, and then is fucking electrocuted when he opens the window.
2: See, the Two-Face isn't That's stupid. Such Correct. a Matches thing to do. Yeah, I know. Matches. Such a Matches thing
0: to do, and, a, and just a great reminder that you just don't fuck with Two-Face. No. Like, he's not easy to sneak up Batman's on. He's a very high-level villain. Batman's not getting in on my eighth floor. Yeah. Um... This is like the first part of the two parts of like my favorite scene of the episode. We cut to Barbara; she's home in bed talking with Whoopi, her, her torn-up teddy bear, um, and then opposite the cowl, she contemplates her next move, feeling a little helpless. Well, with Batman not around, and then we see the idea dawn in her face; like she smiles, and we get a great shot. I love this shot from inside the Bat Mask, looking at her. Yes, looking back at her. And then we get this wrap-up here, menacing. (laughs) You're a coward.
1: What? I didn't know what to do. You will I go for
3: his heart.
0: We never get through an episode without a Spider-Man series. (laughs) Uh, We get a menacing reestablishing shot of Two-Face's Two-Faced hideout. Mad Dog slaps Matches around until he comes to at the feet of Two-Face. Matches lies and says he was hoping to join the new mob in town. And (laughs) Two-Face is fine with that. But not fine with matches. Something about him he doesn't like. He can join if Two Face lets him live. Uh, Two Face's coin comes up bad heads, and Mad Dog knocks matches out. And then we get the last shot here. Batgirl stalks around, gathering equipment in the dark. And then finally, a triumphant reveal at the end of the episode. Let's see what Batgirl can do. And she's standing there in the costume. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, this was excellent. Closing thoughts on this episode anything? Love it. Loving it, really. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba. Really uh-huh. loving it. I like yeah. it. I oh, know, really. Well, uh, some of the best Batman in the series, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I like that. For the most part, the heroes are kind of separated because mm-hmm. it kind of lets them all work on different pieces of this big plot because they're all doing work. <laughs> this uh, separately.
1: This makes me appreciate the mentality with Batman, where. It's realistic or it's grounded, right? Yeah, I, it makes me appreciate stuff like The Batman because it's just like, oh yeah, he's dealing with crime bosses. Oh, one hundred percent. And we with, we love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, Nolan, Nolan. I like I like the Nolan movies a lot, but like Nolan gets a little Nolan-y, right? He gets kind of well, very cerebral. He's yeah, yeah. It's it, always yeah. big. Uh, I like that this is just
0: simple kind of criminal noir stuff. I like it. Yeah.
2: I love it. Yeah. Um, I think I think Barbara is a very interesting character. And I like that her motivation isn't just like, I'll show him. I'll prove, you know, that I can do it. But it I'm just
0: as good as the men.
2: Yeah. That never right, even, not even a crosses yeah. her. Yeah. At, yeah. As a thing at all. And it might get brought up like, oh, it's a dame, but it's Batman. But you know, so that yeah. gets like, it's peppered in there that it's shocking that she's a woman also doing But like, it never crosses her mind. And any, obstacle that comes in her way she's kind of like okay well i'm gonna go do this thing instead so here you know so it's yeah her motivation is great the way that she pursues everything is great and like we've mentioned before like she realizes that she's not the best yet like she has room to grow but that doesn't hold her back from like keep moving forward yeah
0: uh yeah i want to close by saying um and this is not just from this movie but uh, L.A. Confidential is one of my favorite movies movie. And L.A. Confidential is built in the style of 30s noir uh, Where you have essentially three leads Three detectives um, uh, Exley, uh, Vincennes, and White uh, Who are played by Russell Crowe, Kevin Spacey and um, Oh gosh, uh, Guy, Guy, Pierce. Pierce, Guy yeah. Pierce. And each one of them are investigating the same crime But they don't even realize it's the same crime and then their stories begin to cross. And instead of working individually, they start to partner up. And this episode reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Barbara's doing work as Barbara even before she's Batgirl, pursuing individually. Robin's doing his own thing, assigned by Batman. And then Batman's in disguise doing his old thing. And I'm like, wow, this is such a good uh, noir archetypical plot. And they're executing it well in like a 20-minute episode. Yeah, it's really, uh, really A two-parter, well granted, but like really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ranking in the series.
1: It's, it's in there. It's up there.
0: I don't I mean, think it cracks top ten for me, but it's in the top twenty. Yeah, Put it this way, sure. it could crack the top ten. I don't know. It's it's among the best episodes.
1: Yeah. I mean, you said it was your
2: favorite. I, I you think, think it's, like it's my it's favorite I've seen so yeah. far. I definitely haven't seen uh, yeah. the scope of the series. Like, but that means yeah. a lot. Have, that, that means a lot. No, yeah. I really loved it, and it, it made me also want to go back and rewatch stuff because this is the first time I think I've I watched both, and right. then I watched both again as one. Like, yeah, you know, I think um, after
1: seeing these episodes, I think it would be cool. I would suggest going back and watching. The two episodes that Barbara shows up in before this, but also Two-Face Part 1 and 2. Yeah. I think, I yeah. think it, it would be really great. good to, to, to get a better introduction to Two-Face. Yeah. They, totally. It, it was and Pretty Poison. How
2: yeah. they have to work against... Because that yeah. affects how the team works. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the villain's going to change what they do. And how they have to work against Two-Face is real. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I don't know that other movie that you said, but you explaining it that way it's like they work well Mm -hmm. as a team because they're not working together initially but they're just being themselves in that situation and they want to get the goal accomplished and they're all good people yeah you know so it's like yes cool you're all on your own things but now you're working together well because you realize like okay we have we have a common goal and that's i think can be a stronger team sometimes rather than people thrown together for a goal that's like, okay, you, you, you all work together. And it's like, yeah, you might not work well, but because they con- they find themselves in that situation, that's the next episode. But um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I- I'm looking forward to the next episode. We'll actually get to see some of that teamwork uh, really yeah. implemented. Really, really good. So Mike's going to take us through uh, Shadow of the Bat Part 2 next week. But for now, thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Batmantasticast. For Mike Staub and Amanda Mack, I'm Jordan Hugh. Thank you and see you next time. Same Bat time, same Bat channel forget it jake it's bat town